Campion waits the dummy half. Right at Jones again, grubbing for himself. He'll get the ball back. Got a pass back to Cleary. He won't have the speed to outpace them. Find a pass over the top to Miles. He'll get it to Francis Nelly. Who got there to score for the Warriors? Oh, they did it the hard way, getting there. This Warriors Life podcast episode 16. That was a bit of Stacey Jones magic from 2001 at Newcastle, setting up a try for Francis Malley. Um, Will Evans here with Brad Larkin again. Not a great week to be a Warriors fan. I think everyone's uh, feeling a bit like us, just a bit flat after that golden point loss to Penrith. How are you uh, feeling a few days removed from that, Brad? God, I was filthy watching that game. I was filthy, and I'm still not too stoked about it. And it, yeah, it's pissing me off that every week I've got to bag out my favourite football team. Yeah, we should have uh, really started doing this podcast last year. It would have been yeah, uh, 2003. Was it 2003 yeah. we made the grand final? Yeah, uh, 2002. Yeah, it would have been 2002, and we would have been groundbreaking because there wasn't podcasts that were in there. Yeah, we would have had nowhere to put it out, but um, yeah, it would have been probably more enjoyable. Uh, to me, it just felt like that was almost inevitable. They were always going to find some way to um, throw it away. I just had that feeling about yep. it. And uh, that's how it happened. Couldn't shut down some um, helter scale play from the Panthers and some guy in about his fifth game absolutely torched us for 80 metres. And uh, I reckon I could beat him over 80 metres as well. Mm, how, yeah. it was, how slow was that? play it's like this is the slowest man on the field scoring an 80 meter try <laughs> it just seemed to take forever for him to get over the line david fusatur was just jogging along adjacent to him uh almost like he was covering a support player that wasn't there and uh yeah realized a bit too late and the yeah. game plan's not working they're just so flat and tired and boring and Robotic and oh. yeah, there's there's uh, very little spark happening. They should have put that game away a lot earlier. They got every advantage from the referees. A couple of well, one absolutely farcical sim binning, the one on Jerome Luai, which was an absolute joke. Uh, <laughs> managed to capitalise with a try that shouldn't have been awarded. Um, and I'll sit in my lounge, going, his hands on the ground, his hands on the ground. <laughs> He's out. His hands on the ground. And yeah. No one's seen it. Um, yeah, crazy. That the, the bunker has been going a lot better lately, but that that one could get awarded was quite amazing. They were up by ten at that stage, were they? And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Then let let Penrith back into it with another try. Both teams are as bad as each other for a good 20, 25 minutes there, and then yeah, just a couple of minutes to defend out and couldn't quite do it. It's such the, a shit game that the Panthers didn't even play that good to do a little no, bit more to win the game. No, not at all. And got a little bit of uh, luck there with the penalty. Patrick Herbert slightly made up for his horrific tackle on uh, on Naden by uh, Cooley slotting that penalty goal to send him to Golden Point. But as soon as it hit Golden Point, I uh, had very little confidence that they, they were going to get the job done glanced across the team sheet, realised that not one of the Warriors players had kicked a field goal in their NRL career. Chuck um, it to Bunty! Chuck yeah, it to Bunty! Yeah. Or was it um, Sam Lasorna at least attempted one in, in Golden Point against Manly in Perth that time? Uh, <laughs> yeah, didn't go, didn't go too well. 
Sammy, put the club back in the bag, yeah. son. Yeah, but at least he's uh, tried one in first grade, and yeah. Uh, but the, they had a seven tackle set. Couldn't. It was the most meandering, uh, aimless set of the game, and just invited Maloney back down uh, to to ice his inevitable field goal. Just always felt like that was going to happen. So yeah, here we are. Five wins, nine losses after round 15, and things are looking a wee bit bleak. And didn't last year, I think, was I looking, last year, didn't we have, was it eight wins, ten losses? Didn't we have ten losses at this stage last year? I mean, eight. Mm. What am I trying to say here? <laughs> I think we've already got the same amount of losses as we had last year, but we only just oh, scratched the entire the eight. season. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we finished with a 15-9 regular season record last year. Um, and yeah, we did... We we uh, got into eighth fairly comfortably from ninth from the uh, ninth place team, but yeah, uh, obviously we are a long way behind where we were last year, and it's made it incredibly difficult to to make the eight, even if it is a pretty low grade competition with the eighth place team only four points ahead of us, I think, um, at the moment. Yeah, they are, but that seems like a mile at the same time as well, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, how long has it taken us to get the last two wins that we actually have got? So, um, yeah, things mm-hmm. slightly. Uh, everyone's a little bit melancholy at the moment. I think mo- mostly because you can't see where the improvements going to come from. They're basically picking their best team, um, but you know that's available. Besides Tohu Harris being out, uh, and you can't really see anyone that's gonna really have a form spike and, and turn the team around on their own no no there's, there's not even any of those players that has the potential to do that it's, yeah I don't know do you start do you, do you bring Tavita back in and yeah yeah Chanel um, oh, Tavita yep um, yeah um, and give him a run see if he can spark something I don't mm-hmm. know I've been watching New South Wales games and one week one player will have a good game and the next week they'll have a dud game so there's not even anyone consistent down there at the moment either no it's you know it's kind of no point I'd maybe look at getting Hayes Perham back in there off the bench or something just to just for a bit of spark Um, Isaac Luke returning should at least bring a little bit of X factor back I still can't quite understand him being dropped and it looked like he had a massive game and Canterbury Cup on the weekend, so he'll be back for the um, incredibly luckless Nate Roach. A real oh. sad pro- postscript to that game. Unreal. Uh, oh, is he the next Ben Henry, eh? Yeah, well, at least Ben Henry got a, a couple of full seasons in. That's true, really yeah. In his career, even though he was horrifically injury prone, but poor Nate hasn't uh, hasn't had a fair shot at it his entire career. And well, how many? What's the most successive games he's played? We're talking about the strongest man last week. He must be one of the weakest. Yeah, well, I'll just quickly... Not weak. Just, yeah, just uh, unfortunate. Probably the way of putting it. But in, uh, in his rookie year, he strung a... F- oh, even then, three games in his 2016 rookie year. Didn't play any more than three in a row in 2017. And then, yeah, this year, he actually played four straight from round six this year, then six week layoff, and then first game back. Uh, See, it's a tough thing to say, but if 
can we afford to be paying a player like that for that? I know it's the good thing to do and keep looking mm. after him, but it's a club, and even if he's on a hundred grand, that's a hundred grand you could put to someone else. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. I guess uh, you know you kind of yeah. Where do you draw the line for the club and the players' sake? I suppose um, you know he's got a lot of talent. Oh, definitely, but. Um, yeah, tough one. Tough one for just everyone involved. Just, yeah, just hasn't got the body for it. They, um, yeah, they they love him at the club. The, hearing Stephen Kearney talk about him in incredibly glowing t- terms on Radio Sport. Um, so, yeah, it must be very sort of gut-wrenching to try and, you know, move someone like that on. Mm, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, he's, I'm not sure if he is, if he's under. He must be under contract for next year still, I think. And yeah, get another go. Mm. So good luck tonight. Um, just a couple of frustrating stats coming out of that game. So it's their five straight losses at home for the first time in nearly 15 years. It's uh, yeah, a ridiculous trend of playing incredibly poorly at home. Um, it's the third time they've lost after leading or being level in the last three minutes um, this season. So that, that's, uh, yeah, yeah three, that's an unreal games. stat. Three games of heading into the last three minutes, either level or ahead, um, and only to lose the game, which, you know, that's the difference between sort of knocking on the door of the top four at the moment and yeah. languishing in, well, they would be equal fourth with those three games. It's, well, that... Yeah, hmm. that state works both ways a little bit, doesn't it? It's like, well, yeah. maybe not maybe they haven't been as bad as doomsdayers like us yeah. seem to think. Uh, those other two games, of course, were the away games against South Sydney and Melbourne. Um, but that one, yeah, on Sunday just felt like a bit of a season-defining one. Last game at home until August, um, you know, coming off the the rep by. Really need to start this home stretch off on the right foot and couldn't quite do it. So, yeah, bit of a buzzkiller. But we'll come to their clash of the nights this weekend soon. Hopefully, we'll have found our optimism by then. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, State of Origin decided next week, and plenty of drama around the squads. Tarek Sims, probably a bit unlucky to be. Out suspended. David Klemmer back in. Not sure how he didn't get picked in the first place. And um, Mitchell Pearce back in after Nathan Cleary pulled out this afternoon. So a couple of dominoes falling the um, the Warriors' way as far as Knights getting yeah. the call up. Um, yeah. And Queen, God, that Pearce being in worries me. I like him at Newcastle, <laughs> but oh, I, I feel I for him. I I'm almost scared for him. It almost makes me want. Um, New South Wales to win, even as a Queensland fan, just because I can't handle what will happen to Mitchell Pearce if they lose. Oh. So oh. I'm just looking at his origin record, tortured origin history since debuting in 2008. He's um, he's played 18 games. He's only won five, lost 13. That's a horrendous strike rate in, in origin. He's played in one, two, three, four. Five. Oh, he's played in yeah five deciders and lost them all, um, which is quite amazing. And yeah, the only the only series that he's played in, the, the only series that he hasn't played in this decade, 
hasn't played it, but aside from this one, obviously, so far, New South Wales have won. So, <laughs> that's, I yeah. uh, oh, actually know 2016 he didn't play. Uh, but, yeah, so two of the three that he hasn't played in New South Wales have won. That's it's pretty depressing stats, but he hasn't been in great form, and I you know, still think he was the best option. Yeah, yeah, I, I think he's playing better now, a different sort of style as well, to what he's ever played. And he'll probably come in with, you know, hopefully Maloney as the sort of senior half with more responsibility, maybe. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, I just, I, I probably fear more for him than yeah. anyone. I just hope it goes all right for him. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> Give me the final nail, eh? <laughs> that just shows you how how tortured that Origin career's been, that you're, like, scared for a guy's feelings. <laughs> Even though <laughs> he's, be a, he's probably be leading, the, point. He's leading the Dalian in medal. He's one of the best players in the game. Thirty years old, and you're terrified for him. Okay, next minute he's picking up Darius <laughs> out of the gutter at the lights. <laughs> um, on the Queensland side, Dylan Napa and Jared Wallace are both out, which is uh, pretty ordinary in Perth. Christian yeah. Welch should deserve debut, and uh, Joe often go away back from that league gash. Um, Caelan Pong is a big out for them. Corey Norman coming into the spine. Bit of a reshuffle there with Munster to fullback. How do you see that going for them? Do you think they can still pull it off? Yeah, I don't know. Eh? That's a, it's a tricky... I'd, I'd like to see Norman go well. Mm. I, I think he'll go all right. Uh, Queensland are just tough. I think the thing they've got against them is their forward pack's like the Brisbane forward pack at the moment. They're just duds to... Like world beaters one week and duds the next. Yeah. Unreal. Can I just interrupt you there? Are you clicking a pen or, f- or flicking a lighter or something, mate? <laughs> it's incredibly distracting. I'm sure the uh, our few listeners would probably prefer it if you stopped as well, mate. <laughs> Hearing you loud and clear. Yeah. Don't worry, everyone. I'll, I'll give them a real bollocking after we... <laughs> Reprimand me. Um... Yeah, it is. This series hasn't gone to script at all, so it's hard to to predict actually what will happen. Just uh, hope it's a hope it's a cracking decider, I suppose. Yeah, I'll go the Blues. I like Freddie. Is Freddie's doing something different? Like he's not the smartest man, I don't think, but he he knows how to a work worker a man. I think you know what I mean. Like yeah. he, he knows that to instill values, which yeah, I, I like that he's doing that rather than coach or trying to technically coach him too much on the footy aspect. Yeah, it's a, probably a leaf out of, of uh, Mel Meninga's book there. I'm sure. It's exactly, awesome. exactly. Mel Meninga would struggle to coach an NRL team week mm. to week. Yeah. But you put him in that origin, sort of like a Bluey McLennan type dude. Mm. Put him in that origin thing, get them pumped up with the passion and aggression for those couple of games. Some people can do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so looking forward to that one next Wednesday. Uh, the other big news in the NRL world, George Burgess's suspension. Nine weeks, did he get enough, do you reckon? I don't know if that's enough. Mm. That was... I don't know. I think 12, probably, I was sort of thinking. Yeah, you just want to draw a line in the sand and make it so he's out for the season. Like, the, that so way. he's obviously guilty of it. They found him guilty of it. Yep. And that is a freaking disgusting thing to do. Yeah, it was uh, so blatant. It was I couldn't really believe what I was seeing. Yeah, it's out of it, out of it. But no, he, well, nine weeks, good. And hopefully other teams forget about him in that time and maybe the Warriors can put a sneaky offer in. <laughs> yeah, well, that was my next question. Do we make him play for him? It sounds like his yep. 
Well, South Sydney career was on the verge of being over anyway, just because I couldn't fit him in the cap. Yep. Do you think we'd make a play for him? Is he yep. the kind of player that we need? Oh, uh, yeah, I'd make a play for him. Looks like we're going to miss out on Lodge. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd, that would be where the focus for me would go. And maybe if there's a, if they can unearth some big boppy young fella over there somewhere. Yeah. But, yeah, that's exactly, yeah, I do. So, as you mentioned, uh, we were we spent half the podcast talking about how good it will be when Matt Lodge comes, and then a couple of days later, looks like he's uh, staying in Brisbane. So, uh, another swing and a miss for the Warriors recruitment team, by the sounds of it. They've made a few plays this year, but according to uh, the rumour mill, um, Tilly Turpinua and Braden Hamlin Ueli both uh, remain with their clubs. Don't blame and, them either. Yeah, and, and the cupboard is looking fairly bare. Uh, I was talking to, talk, interviewed Cameron George um, probably in maybe April or May, um, early May I think, and he was very confident about the position the Warriors were in as far as uh, bargaining power and, and salary cap situation and all that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Um, you know, not cocky about it or anything but just you yeah, know very confident that they were as but could be as big a player as any club in the competition as far as recruitment goes but well, that'd, be, that'd be nice if that was true well there's just not really anyone left you look at everyone who's off contract you know yeah who, i, sp- who, who I suppose the smart team sorry the smart team would have buy anyone next year because there's no big players that save it for the next year after that buying up mm. who's future coming off contract rather than getting stuck with a player yeah but yeah, but the I guess the uh, the difficult position for them is they they need players they need mm-hmm. change. It's, it's kind of apparent that the current roster isn't capable of going anywhere near winning a competition. Um, so you know, what do you do? How do what sort of plays do you make? Do you try and lure someone who's still on contract? Um, yeah, away the I'd have a go. I'd still go. Um, what's Reynolds Tigers? Yeah, Josh Reynolds. Yeah, I'd I'd like him around a changing room. I'd like him to be in amongst the club. And I don't know, another one I'll be thinking, Matt Duffy from Auckland Blues. Ah, Duffy. Oh, Matt Duffy, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. From the Blues. He'd be awesome centre outside back cover. And if Fush Fush continues to wane and can't seem Mm. to reignite... His sort of career. I reckon Duffy, 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 gee whiz, Duffy would be a good little acquisition. He's already in Auckland. He's yeah. Obviously not going to break, go through with his dreams of playing with the All Blacks regularly. So, yeah. So I'm just going to run a few names past you. I've, I've, I just went through the list and I've only picked up guys who are actually off contract and obviously that doesn't, you know, guys. And are they semi known? You chuck some dudes yeah. that I'm swear don't even exist. Well, I'll, I'm never. Oh, <laughs> uh, just uh, pick some of the the more uh, familiar names here. So these are guys that are off contract next year, and haven't, there hasn't been a hell of a lot of noise about them re-signing with their current clubs or, or going elsewhere. Jordan Rapana, could we turn him into a centre? It's not a yeah. Is he off contract? Contract? Yeah, and uh, apparently he's he turned down a, a pretty decent offer from the Raiders to re-sign. Been a bit injured this year, and, and uh, yeah, it looks yeah, yeah, has been a stop-start season for him. Painted himself into a little bit of a corner. Um, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think if we got him, we'd be paying overs from what he'd get in Super League. Okay, scratch, scratch him then. Uh, Kurt Cakewell, would you still go after him? Yeah, the yeah, I would. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think uh, that talk is quietened down a bit. He's on the fringe of Origin selection for Queensland. De- uh, definitely brings a bit more to the pack than than what we've got at the moment. I think. And the Sharks have still made no offer, obviously. Or... Um, yeah, I haven't heard a lot of a lot about it. Um, just carrying on the centre. Centre uh, buzz, Michael Gordon. Michael Gordon, mm. bit of uh, Gee, what is that? an, an old head, wily no. player, class, uh, one of the best goal kickers. No, no good. Yeah, nah, nah. Oh, he's goal kicking, but nah. Okay, okay, scratch that. Um, Joel Thompson, now yeah, Manly. Harder running, would, hard working, he, edge back, back row. Yeah, he wouldn't go bad. That's yep. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, you're not going to be able to sign all of these, but no, yes, no, no just to have a go at them. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd have a nibble. Uh, Christian Welch is another one who's yeah, uh, off yeah. contract with the Storm. Probably his asking price has probably just gone up. This is rumours Parramatta are well on his trail, but possibly yeah. an option to, to have a bit of a nibble. I'd, yeah, I'd like that. That's the type of frame we need in our forward mm. pick. Just a, you can imagine him coming over being here. Uh, Coming over here and being like a Jacob Williams and Michael Lapp type recruit mm. certainly wouldn't let anyone down. Uh, Jordan Kahu? He'd be a handy little acquisition. Mm, I can imagine him slotting in the centres or. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you thought that about Gerard Bell, I guess. That's it, yeah. Him. I'd probably go Hoffman over. Because I think Hoffman's off contract as well, isn't he? Yeah, he sure is. As is Michael, yeah, as is Michael Jennings. Is he? Yeah. I'd, the old boy. I wouldn't hate that. I, I can't imagine him leaving Sydney, to be honest, Jennings. But, you know. Nah, I, I don't think... I, I think the centres, I'm okay with the centres. Mm-hmm. If we've got one other centre of, like on a cheap rate, Hoffman mm-hmm. or... Yeah. Or yeah. Catewell can cover there anyway. Yeah. Yeah, here's one I'd... I'd well, this is sort of uh, still on the centre centre area, I guess. It is fairly versatile. Brad Takaringi. He wouldn't be bad, would he? Yeah, I would quite like He's sort of like a better Lavaho Pulu. Yeah, and was, you know, and he can. There's a genuine centre um, as well, as, as Bina. That rower, quite handy, can put the boot on the ball if he yeah. needs to. He's got a few dimensions to his game rather than... Yeah. 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 Well, they just uh, they are sort of just lacking that extra bit of creativity. And yeah, that's it. You can imagine him just sparking some one-off random thing mm-hmm. for the Warriors in these this sort of dry spell we're yeah. going through. Yeah. Uh, one guy, another eel that I I'm not quite. I had a wee look and I couldn't find too much about his situation next year. I think he'd be ideal. Manu Mao. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about this as well. And he's been playing all right the last yeah, few weeks. A real uh, mean guy, aggressive, someone savage. That, that Absolutely other, other, savage. Other teams are scared of him. Um, yeah, I just think he'd be a pretty good He's awesome. Player. He got a good try on the weekend, too. Mm. Yeah, well, maybe. I'm surprised yeah. that there hasn't been. They've got, a, they've got a few there that they've got to look after, but I thought that he would be a high priority, so. Be interesting to see uh, what happens there, but yeah, as, as you see, the 
There's, uh, if that's the cream of the crop of on off contract players, there's yeah. uh, not a lot of, you know, not a lot like, that's going to get your average fan super excited about where the team's going in 2020. But I think the beautiful thing as well, their contracts don't mean shit now. Yeah. Like you look at that transfer window that's just been and gone, and all those players were contracted and done and and they've just swapped. So hopefully something something out of the ordinary happens. Yeah, that's true. You never know. Um, Manu, Manu Mo would be my top of that list. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, he'd be the one I'd want to go for the hardest at yeah. the moment. Or well, not the hardest, but I'd be the most just, excited about signing him. You can just uh, just enough to sort of um, shake things up and a bit of optimism. Say him and a George Burgess, just even though mm. they're not guaranteed slam dunk successes, just you know, just get you a little bit excited. Yeah. What do you think about getting? Uh, Benji over here for a year. Oh, if he'd come. Yeah. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd love that. I'd love to see Benji play for the Warriors for a season. Uh, just one other one that he's gone. He's, I think he's still contracted, but he's gone right off the radar. Uh, do you remember Leilani Latu? He was uh, um, a gun forward for Penrith a couple of years ago, went to the Titans, and has been mostly playing reserve grade. Yeah. Since then, huh. I just wondered if he would be the sort of player that could come and reignite his career here. He'd be that power sort of that X Factor type back row I would want, wouldn't mm. he? Yeah. Like Mo, Mo's muscle, Burgess's grunt, and then yeah. He hasn't played any NRL this year, Lalani Latu, but hasn't he? No. And a pack, and a pack that's been pretty beaten up and. Yeah. At times, scraping for players. He's um, he was sort of like a you know, a sort of up and coming possible Origin player at Penrith. That's quite the. Is that, uh, a, the is, that a, uh, is that another junior that Penrith let cut? <laughs> yeah, but let go about five years before their contract ran out. <laughs> uh, Penrith. Um, another around the same time as the Matt Lodge stuff blew up with the Warriors, they're talking about the the Warriors being keen on um, Jake Turpin, their their hooker as well. Um, yeah, uh, I'd love this one, but I just don't. He, I, he's got too much interest in Aussie, and a young Aussie kid's going to stay there, I reckon. Yeah, you might have to pay a wee bit too much. Um, mm. Might have to just make do. But yeah, he's a got. he's a hell of a prospect. Mm. Uh, there's another, and again, still on contract, but. Danny Levi's been out of favour at Newcastle. We'll be uh, getting a first-hand look at him this weekend. Yeah, uh, jury's out for me still on Danny Levi. He's too hit and miss, and some of the mistakes can be costly. Mm. Yeah, no, I, yeah, sorry, Danny, but no. I'd get, I get Slade Griffin if his knees come right. Yeah, there's another one that I was thinking, and he can play back row, can play hooker. Um, another... But be a big gamble though to bring, uh, yeah. You know, bring someone that's had that many injuries. That sad as that is, yeah. Uh, yeah. That is the shame. Um, yeah. Well, that hasn't really filled me with a great deal of confidence going through the uh, recruitment stocks there. So let's brighten things we up should, a wee bit. We'll, we'll pray for some salary cap dramas. Yeah. Teams come into salary cap dramas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I know it will cheer us up, and that's some tales of Runanga. Tales of Runanga, that time of night already. What have you got for us? Uh, who, can I, who can I have a yarn about tonight? Right, there's this absolute legend of a dude that used to hang around the club, played a few games 
for the Prem team. He must have played quite a bit when he was younger as well. His name is Kelly O'Connell, and he is one of the raddest dudes ever. This guy, I'm pretty... Yeah. This guy got hit at the same... got hit at a level crossing by a train and a car twice. And what's even weirder than that... At the same level, level crossing, twice, on two different occasions, got hit by a train there. But the, one of the funniest stories, and this is heard probably 14 pans, so it's probably got a little, like an old fishing tail, but it, it, God, it cracks me up. Apparently, Kelly, one, one week, Kelly got a sparky around because he wanted a PowerPoint put in his kitchen. And Kelly sat there watching, watching and watching the sparky wire up this new plug. In fact, he watched so closely that he worked out how to do it. Sparky left, and then legend has it, Kelly proceeded to put in another 28 PowerPoints in his kitchen and fired them all up. So he had 28 power plugs all around this kitchen, just everywhere. <laughs> oh, man, do you think that's a, uh, a hangover from the, the level crossing? Incidents? Yeah, poor bugger. Understandably, the level crossing incidents did rattle them, which is understood. But yeah, so the poor bugger. Another one is he, he went to put a story is he went to put a new window in his toilet, and he just went from the the window came. He went from the outside and got his chainsaw out and just started it up and poked it into his house and chainsawed out the hole, and then went inside and realised that he had chainsawed through his toilet system on the wall. <laughs> and then another one but he painted his bike he had a bike and he wanted to paint it with that and he just leant it against the wall in his lounge and just <laughs> spray painted and it would probably be quite artistic now because he had this full stencil of his bike and paint on his lounge wall oh man are you so you're the only person that that left Ronanga from this team Brad do you they must... uh, you're the, the one that went to the big city to, to Yeah, I, I probably, at one stage, no, no. Nah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I probably am. <laughs> now, a few of them are still around. There's a couple, there's a cop in Christchurch. A few of the boys are in Aussie, coal mining. Oh. A lot of them are still on the coast. Um, and where did Kelly play in the oh, line? Kelly was a winger. Kelly was a winger. <laughs> yeah, out, out on the wing. He'd, he'd warm up. Jeez, he used to warm up hard. <laughs> He wouldn't. He wouldn't start on. He'd sort of finish the game on a wick. He'd get a few starts, but he'd be just on the sideline with these long, skinny white pins, just doing the sprints, <laughs> sprinting <laughs> up and down, getting pumped to get on the field. Absolute legend. Absolute legend of a man. He used to mow lawns in Renanga for his job, and he used to get on his motorbike, and the accelerator cable was broken on his motorbike, so he had no throttle thing. So he'd just pull on the wire. At the same time. Is pulling a lawnmower, holding onto a lawnmower behind him and riding around Renanga, pretty much with no hands on the handlebars, telling a lawnmower to do his next job. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh, he's a legend, absolute legend of a man. Looking forward to who you uh, unveil from the team next week, Brad. It's uh, Brad's undefeated under 14s Renanga Seagulls lineup. Under 14s, was it? Under under thirteen to twelve or something. Yeah. I don't know. Garrick McDonald will tell us. Yeah, <laughs> you can uh, comment in, Garrick, and let us know <laughs> facts about that team. Um, 
Let's, Where do we get up to, well, Sunshine? What I, are we on to? I think we've we're just up to the um, the round sixteen previews. So only four oh, games to, yeah. to punch through. So let's get into it. Thursday night, uh, Dragons and Storm, old rivals. Uh, the TAB. I'd think it's the TAB, by the way, for their support of this Warriors life. Uh, we've got the Dragons at two dollars sixty-five outsiders at home against the Storm. Uh, plenty of Origin absentees for both teams. If you want to get the Storm at any time, it's probably now. They're without Munster, Welsh, Fanukin, Kalfusi, Adokar, and Chambers. Jeez. Um, it's one hell of a chunk out of the team, but uh, the Dragons will be missing Hunt, Norman, Paul Vaughan, Tarek Sims, obviously suspended, would have been an origin, and Tyson Frizzell. So it's a uh, barely recognisable lineup. Although, you look at the Storm lineup, and it's still a bloody handy side. Including Solomone Carter making his club debut in the centres. Oh, is he coming for Chambers? Yep, he's, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Well, it's him and Justin Olin, the Papua New Guinea wing, uh, centre, have both come in. Um, but yeah. Hmm. Big, Let's see what Sol can do with a good yeah, team. Yeah, I'll be tuning in just to see how he goes. They've still, yeah. still got one hell of a Ford pack. Um, if you didn't know his origin, you probably wouldn't bat an eyelid at this one, even though there's a few. Ford's missing, they've got Brandon Smith at lock, Kenny Bromwich is still in there, so for Solomona, Jesse Bromwich, Cameron Smith, so for me, I think uh, the Storm are going to be far too strong here. Way, way um, too strong. God, it's a shame when there's only four games, they chuck a Thursday night in still. Yeah. Makes it so thin on the weekend of footy. Well, it means every game each day is late for us. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Wankers, wankers. Yeah, so, um, yeah Storm. Like yeah, I don't see too much good coming out of this for the Dragons, unfortunately. Although they've won three of their last four in Wollongong against the Storm. But Storm are on a six-match winning streak now. Conceded 12 points or less in their last four games. They're on fire. So. Mm, they are. They really are. Yeah, no, nah, that's foregone conclusion. Who we got Friday? Uh, Friday night, Tigers $2.55 outsiders against the Roosters. Um, Tigers have only got Moses in by out the Roosters missing uh, board coordinator James Tedesco and uh, Sesur Takaho is also out um, they got Kerry back there yep Kerry's a big in for them in this one uh, Jared Wateria Hargreaves is in as well so yeah uh, not too much of a disruption they've put Joey Manu back to full back and yeah, otherwise should be able to cover their origin losses fairly comfortably. He went good at fullback, yeah, um, origin, didn't he? He's a hell of a player. Yeah, um, yeah. Gee, the Tigers are just as bad to watch as the Warriors at the moment. Although, geez, well, pulling it out of the fire last week, Michael <laughs> Cheekham, he, he just—he's a bit of a seems like a, a fairly erratic player, but two incredible match-winning tries in one season for the. For the and both, both of them have just happened upon him, haven't yeah. they? He's it's all of a like sudden was... stood there and there's been a big hole in the defence in front of it. It's not like he, you know, he's got a beautiful <laughs> ball to go steaming through a hole. He just created <laughs> it out of nothing. It's crazy. Yeah, it's out of it. But no, good on him. Good on him. He's yeah. getting a little bit of a folk legend sort of thing going on here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... And they've won a couple in a row, the Tigers, a couple of tight ones. So, yeah, it's starting to turn things around a bit there. there. Um, they'll be looking to... Turn around the 42-12 ass-kicking they got from the Roosters in round eight. <laughs> that was when uh, Latrell Mitchell 
had his um, perfect ten game as it was as it was dubbed, and not much has gone right for Latrell since then. Yeah, um, Roosters won sixteen of the last eighteen against the Tigers, and probably uh, I don't know. I actually like the Tigers here. Do you? Is this going to be a roughie for the week? Yeah, yeah, I think there's an upset on the cards here. Uh, so the TWL, uh, what are we going to, multi? Yeah. Yeah, I'll let you have the Tigers. Right yeah. out, we'll go, so we're going, what are we going? Yeah, we'll Storm Tigers? Yeah. Saturday is? I think we'll go Storm 13 plus to get a bit of value. And then tig- oh, that's a good call. Tig- yeah. Tigers $2.55 straight up. Uh, on Saturday, we've got uh, Newcastle hosting the Warriors. $2.18 outsiders, although I'm just going to quickly check to see if that has blown out at all. As soon as I saw the Mitchell Pearce news, I jumped on the Warriors of that $2.18. It was still there. I just want to see if it... Have they, yeah, any adjustments? No doubt, but uh, yeah, obviously Newcastle with a few changes there. Ponga would have been out either way. He's injured, so he's not there. Daniel Saifidi and Tim Glasby both being retained. And then the uh, the late news with Mitchell Pearce and David Clemmer being both being called into the New South Wales side uh, definitely leaves them a bit short in some pretty key areas. It's opened up um, an opportunity for the Warriors. Also, opens up an opportunity for the Warriors to bitterly disappoint. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's out of it. What a difference a year, mate. How many outs have they got in the Origin period? Newcastle wouldn't have had that for 10, 15 years. No, it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Um, so just going back to those odds, the Warriors are coming to favourites. Uh, $1.85, just nudged in front of the Knights on the back of that Mitchell Pearce news. So it's like I've snuck under their guard there, getting that $2.18. Um, but yeah, will it be enough? They've still, they're still playing at home. They'll still be playing in front of a big crowd against the Warriors team, probably battling for a bit of confidence. Um, yeah, and luckily, uh, luckily, a lot of the creativity is out of the um, uh, knights as well in this game. Yeah, the, so punch, the forward punch and the creativity, which yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, although Jesse Ramian's started to yeah. play again, there'll be a couple of Warriors rejects looking to uh, step up and and uh, and fill the gap for the knights. So they're already in the starting lineup, but they'll. Take on a bit more responsibility with Clemmer and Pierce out. Mason Lenor um, scored a good try against, or had a good game actually, and scored a try against the Broncos last week. He's in the halves, and uh, James Gavitt, who's stringing games together this year for the Knights, going not too bad. But without Daniel Saifidi and Clemmer there, is, is probably a fair bit on his shoulders. Yeah, there is. There is. Yeah, I, don't, oh, I just, I really don't know what to think about this game. I don't, who knows? That just. I can't. The hole looks so deep for the Warriors at the moment. The creativity. Mm. Hopefully, they just start throwing the ball around. At least entertain us in a loss. Yeah, <laughs> and just I felt like they were coming, sort of getting that memo against the Titans. The you know it was a bit more um, erratic, I suppose, than than they had been. But it was you know you felt like anything could happen again. Yeah, um, yeah, it was just so mechanical the other day that you never oh, felt just, like they were going to bust the game open at all. Um, they were just limping along for 80 minutes, just 
limping. The only one, Bunty Afoa tried to come off the back fence a couple of times. Yeah. And no no he's one followed good. him. And even he sort of lost his energy mm. trying to lift the team. But yeah, that pissed me off as well. And shutting down the offload has got to be priority number one that killed God. against Penrith. That was just... And some of those offloads are getting this. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess you don't know where it's going to come from. Um, but I've got no doubt Blake Green is trying his guts out and yeah he's just not that type of player is he yeah I think Cody Nakarima really needs to put his hand up here yeah yeah, the last couple of games you can see why the Broncos didn't mind of going yeah Um, just needs to you know come up and sort of take an equal role like he's been a halfback at the Broncos before it's not like he's a purely a secondary half yeah, I reckon it's time to put him in the hook-end position. <laughs> yeah, or utility, right. bring the young fella back from New South Wales mm-hmm. and rotate Luke and Nicarima. Mm-hmm. He needs his hands on the ball a bit more. He did. He does try and inject himself a bit of pace, but mm-hmm. with it, dummy half, at least he's got yeah, his hands yeah, on the ball. Um, so hopefully we'll see a bit more from him this weekend. I thought probably the brightest spot for me last week was uh, the performance of Jazz Tavanga. Um, almost 200 metres, 50 tackles, starting in that number 13. You know, he's, he'll come up with the odd error, but he's someone that just goes, you know, goes flat out the whole game. Um, yeah. I, you know, I liked what he, what he did the other day. And I was amazed to see how many of the Fords actually made 100, 100 metres um, in a game where it kind of felt like they, they got uh, overwhelmed in the Fords. Adam Blair even had 100 metres, but. Did he? But yeah, didn't even, didn't do a hell of a lot for them. Nah, um, but that's like, that, that. It was only the Fords that had the ball last weekend. Mm. They just seemed to go one up every single time. Yeah. one up, one up, kick the ball. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me because they were the only ones that had the ball all night. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. They got it's got to bring some more variety into that attack. Um, it's very very stagnant at the moment. And another Roger came up and produced that uh, try. Um, quote marks for David Fusatoa. Um but he's he's really struggling to inject himself as a as a ball playing fullback. I, th- I thought that he was getting the hang of that was uh, certainly earlier this season and, and parts of the last season, but the timing is just way off, um, and they yeah. definitely need an extra point of attack. He's just um, yeah, Rogers kind of. He's, yeah, he's gone off the boil. He's still playing good. Oh, he's, he's amazing at what he does and at the back and all the 277 metres a season high for him last week. He's still phenomenal, um, but just where the Warriors' weaknesses are, they could really do with him playing a bit yeah. more of a, a uh, yeah a prominent role up the other end of the field. Yeah, he just doesn't have that support role. I don't think he's ever been that natural... Leader, creativity type player, and setting up plays. Yeah. He's always been a one. But like even sparks of magic. If that, if he's not going to be that sort of player, maybe he needs to be sort of you know try and be a bit more of a hole runner at that end of the field and yeah, yeah, use him more that sort of capacity. Um, but yeah, yeah, because this highlight reels are him finishing tries, not really slipping and splitting mm. apart defences yeah. with the ball and mesmerising defences. It was it just finishing just short, sharp glimpses of brilliance, just left it, leaving a man standing there and scoring yeah. a try. So, but we just don't seem to be in the position for tries either, do we? We never seem to be in the 30-metre zone. We're always playing the footy between the, the two 30-metre lines. 
Yeah, um, yeah. When we do get down there, it's it's all all a bit unimaginative and it's all new to them. Yeah. What yeah. do we do? What do we do? Yeah. What do we do? Yeah, and and you know a bit more variety in the kicking game. Still not really utilising Fusatura in the air much. Um, no, yeah. no, they're not. And he got beat. Who did he get beaten to? Uh, it was Naden. That little dude. Oh, no, well, he outjumped. Uh, oh, Naden outjumped Fusatura for the for his first try. Oh, that's right. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm just gonna throw a few stats at you. Uh, Warriors have won 15 in the last 21 against the Knights. Um, but Knights won three. So away. is everyone, though. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit skewed that one. And Knights also winning two of the last three, and also three of their last four at home against the Warriors. Um, what else have we got here? Warriors three straight in Australia at the moment. That's a good sign. They've, they've sucked at home this year, but actually, tra- actually travelling all right. Uh, Knights also on a three-match winning streak at home. Um, Sean Kenny Dow, 14 tries in 17 career games against the Warriors. That one surprised me. Doing a bit of digging there, and yeah, SKD. SKD, jeez, he can make a cock up that guy, eh? Something for me target him a wee bit. Um, yeah, I reckon he is. I'd hate to have him in my team. And uh, David Fossett to 11 tries in just six games against the Knights. Helped along. Six? Yeah. Helped along by a four-try haul a few years ago, but still, very impressive. Um, Fuss, come on, Fuss, yeah. come good. Yeah. And Edric Lee out for the Knights as well, so I know you'll be as gutted as I am about that one. Oh. What's he up to? Uh, he broke something. Broke his arm. So that'll keep him out. Yeah. Edric. Yeah. They, they had a few wingers there. Didn't they have someone else that was reasonably sharp that he was holding out? Um, who's, who's coming on this one? Uh, Heimel Hunter's shifted out to. Uh, this might all change with the uh, with Pierce out because Kurt Mann was selected at centre with Heimel Hunt moving to the wing. I'd say that Mann is going to be either moving to fullback or halfback, and Connor Watson potentially in the halves. Yeah. yeah. Interesting to see how that lineup shapes out. Um, I'm willing to back the Warriors um, in here. Against okay. just because of the they've been travelling well the nights a lot of uh, key absentees and I think that which I don't, I'm not saying they're going to be impressive but I just think that the nights will be less impressive and yeah that's a that's a lot of big outs for the nights we'll get and yeah if it was full strength team to full strength team the nights would do us yeah but we're in yeah. with a sniff so the money is going the way of the Warriors yeah. Any mar- any margin, or you just don't even try and cock around with margins with the yeah, Warriors, do you? Can't, yeah, can't see it. I'm not. Gonna, I'd be surprised if it was a blowout in our favour. <laughs> yeah, if it was going to be a margin, I'm not going to pick. We're not taking it, but uh, it would be twelve and under. Yeah, a nervy twelve and under. Yeah, for sure. Even one to six, probably fairly safe if you're, <laughs> if you're hell bent on the Warriors winning. Um, last game of round sixteen, Sharks. Are, very short dollar thirty one favourites against the uh, under pressure Broncos three dollar forty five outsiders. Sharks under a bit of pressure too though lost a couple in a row they were horrible against the Bulldogs last week. Oh dude, <laughs> it was yeah. Um, and Broncos lost three in a row and 
Just absolutely <laughs> under the pump. Darius Boyd. That was that tackle of Darius Boyd, man. And then, the, yeah, and the cherry on top, they move him to 5'8". He is a shocker. Milford actually goes okay at fullback, but <laughs> cops, a, cops a season-ending injury. So, oh, who, Milford? Yeah, Milford. He's, he, well, not confirmed, I don't think, but likely out for the year. Um, yeah, so Darius is getting another crack at fullback. Uh, Jake Turpin has actually um, been moved to 5'8 to start. Yeah, I see alongside that. Alongside Sean O'Sullivan. And so they've got a few injuries, the Broncos, with the young halfback out still. Um, they've picked two two debutants on the wings, Herbie Farnworth and Xavier Coates. No, absolutely nothing about either of those two. One of them's 18, isn't he? Yeah, Xavier they, Coates is 18 or something. Yeah, that, um, yeah they don't, don't look too old at all. They've obviously got a few in origin for feeder off and Oates and Gillette. Um... Wade Graham, the only one out for the Sharks. Seems seems odd that they've only got one player in origin these days. But uh, yeah, a yeah, bit, bit of pressure on Sean Johnson. He has had a wildly erratic game against the Bulldogs, despite a couple of bright moments. Um, yeah, both these teams really want this, want this one. Yeah, um, Sharks though, eh? Bulldog, for Broncos yeah. are Sharks, terrible. Sharks at home, they've, yeah, just... With Boyd at fullback playing how he is, and a couple of uh, newcomers in the halves, it's, it's going to be pretty tough for them. They have won five straight against the Sharks, and five of their last six at Cronulla, which is a very, very good record down there. Uh, Broncos, we have panicked another one panicking about their squad for next year. Oh man, uh, yeah, you, at the start of the season, you, they, you know, you say they just about had the best squad in the comp, but. Um, yeah. So now they've got a lot of money tied up and no. players not delivering. I'll, yeah, I'll, more. I'd be if I was a Broncos supporter, I'd be more gutted than being a Warriors supporter about much yeah. results. Well, I mean, you've got probably Darius Boyd and, and Milford. You know, you probably tied up maybe what one point six or seven million just in those two players. Yeah, and then you add on Gillette, he'll be at six hundred at least, mm-hmm. wouldn't he? Yeah, Lodge, you're going to be forking out a lot of money to retain. Corey Oates, if it, you got if Jack he Bird re-signs. sitting in the yeah, Jack well, Bird was getting eight hundred or something, is he? Was he? Yeah, yeah, something seven or eight hundred. So that's another big out for them. They have been hit by injuries as well. Bird was yeah, uh, to play but even he he hasn't done nothing in a Broncos jersey. No, he hasn't not been really. Half the player. Not, yeah, he was at Cronulla. Um, yeah, no, I think Cronulla should uh, should do that one. Are we going to go 13 plus on this? Oh, I don't know. I think we're going to have to. What are they they paying head to head? It's only $1.31, so we'll go go, uh, 12 and under. Get about three bucks for that. Yeah, roll the dice. 12 and under? Uh, 13 plus is what you said, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, back them in. Probably get about two fifty odd. And who are we gonna who righto, so that's the end of the four games. Mm. Who do you think in all out of those eight teams playing this weekend, just for a straight up try score, who's gonna score a try? Always like Oh uh, yeah, just yeah, two score a try. Yeah. Two score a try. I always go I always I've got a theory, I go an eighty minute second row it and a team that's gonna <laughs> win comfortably. Well, yeah, the first one scanning through the team list that that caught my eye. Oh, your man, Lachlan Fitzgibbon, he knows how to score a try. He does. Yeah, yeah he does. I'm sure he might be able to catch the Warriors out. So, 
Yeah, if you want to have something each yeah. way. Maybe a bit yeah, of Alex Glenn's my other one. So. Alex Glenn, nice, good call. So, yeah, right, eh? Who am I going to... Yeah, Lachlan Fitzgibbon's a nice pick. Mm. I'm going to go Carl Lawton. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, I'll go Carl Lawton. And I'll go... Um, who's, who else is playing? What was the other games? Storm. Kenny Bromwich. Let's see how these roll out. Okay. You've got the tips there. The rolling you cash, surely. You heard it here, people. You heard it here first. So is that the um, game? That's the weekend sorted. Yep, that's it. And uh, any, any stats this week? Nah. I did have <laughs> <laughs> Nah. <laughs> I did have something sorted out, but it's a bit too depressing. I'll just quickly yeah. run it through. It's not even worth the jingle. I was just obviously there's been a bit of chatter about what the Warriors need to do from here to make a miraculous uh, charge to the finals, and they're talking about nine of their last ten, which would take them to the traditional cutoff point of thirty points. I think you need less than that to finish um, eighth this year, because even the teams that are in in eighth at the moment that leaves them needing to still win seven games. So. Uh, oh. But but anyway, just to give you a bit of an idea about how horrific the Warriors have been over the last ten rounds uh, since since twenty eleven, since they made the grand final, their best record even la- in the last year they equaled it. Their best record over the last uh, ten rounds is five wins, five losses in the, in the past uh, seven seasons. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, a uh, couple of times they've only won two of their last ten. And yeah, they were mud. It was one of them where Johnson broke his ankle. Yeah, yeah, that was one of them, and the other one. Was that was when, uh, so painful to watch the end of that season. Yeah, that was brutal. I really felt like we could give it a shake that year. Yeah. he was on fire then. Um, and the other season when that happened was twenty twelve when Bluey McLean eventually fell on his sword. Um, in twenty twelve. And then the worst of the lot was Stephen Kearney's first season, uh, one win from their last ten games in twenty seventeen. So and yeah, yeah. so it's uh, yeah you're really gonna have to buck the trend. They have had some good late season runs in their history, but not for some time. So yeah. no. before we before we bail out of this tonight, is it time for Tovey? <laughs> for who? Oh, Tovey, Jeff Tovey. Yeah. yeah, if we're going to make a signing, I don't know. Kearney's had a decent go, and everyone sort of sat this, quietly and left him to it for, what's this, third year? Three years, yeah. Um, he will be, if he goes into next season, well, I think he, yeah, if he gets halfway through next season, he'll be our longest-serving coach after Cleary. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not going to... Sit here and slag him off. I like. Nah, no, I hate, I hate, I hate the whole to- coach talk thing, and I mm. never ever want to enter it. But if it happened, it's going to start, isn't it? Yeah. Well, there's a lot. Of, yeah, there's there's a lot of fans that are um, starting to turn against him. Um, I'm, yeah, I honestly don't know if he's the right guy long term, um, as as far as the head coach goes. But yeah, willing to back him while he's still there. I'm sure mm. the club will make whatever decision. Yeah, I, right. per, I personally like the guy, and I, I don't think everyone jumps on him about da da da. He's super clever, and especially when you hear old players talking about Steve Kearney, mm. 
and how professional and just ridiculously committed to league he was back yeah. when he was playing. So he's obviously really onto it. It's just yeah, yeah. But if it did happen sometime in the next year or whatever, just things that aren't working and they decide to part company, I'd love to see Tuvi as uh, mm. being bandied about. Just yeah, I think he'd be exactly the type of personality and. And yeah, uh, you know, with a good coaching record too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little bit, bit of viciousness. Mm. Although I think I think um, Kearney is a scary, scary bastard, isn't he? He'd be pretty yeah. scary behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I wouldn't want to get on the wrong side after nah, seeing that. Uh, not at all. That doc out at the start of last year. Yeah, I hope he can. I hope he can do mm. so. I can get a squad next year. And, yeah, I mean, you've seen his record with the Kiwi Test team, second to none, so... Yeah, that's it. That's what I always think of, too. And he was he was assistant coaches to some awesome coaches yeah, that wanted wanted him to work beside them more yeah. than anyone else, so... 100%. Yeah. Oh, well, hopefully we've got something positive to talk yeah. about next week. you know, just keep that flame flickering. If they can get a win here, then we, then we go to Brisbane the week after, and that's... Uh, you know that could be that could be another one. Then we've got the Sharks and Wellington winnable game. Yeah, it's highly, I've I've written off I've written off making the semis, but I just want to I just want to enjoy a couple of games before yeah. the season ends. Yeah, Play I don't want to whimper out of this season. No, not at all. Um, so yeah, look forward to the Saturday. Thanks for joining me again, Brad, and we'll uh, catch up next week, mate. Catch up, buddy. Thanks, everyone.